Damn, dude. Thought police really back at it again, huh? I mean, hey, look. That's what they tell me. Thought police really back at it again, dude. This is the start of the episode. What episode even is this, dude? Who knows? Who knows? Soft, re- soft reboot. Soft reboot, dude. <laughs> reboot, dude. This, this is episode, episode one. It's called Return of the Mac. That's true. Thought police Return of the Mac, dude. Once again. Dude, it's literally uh, Thought Police uh, Thought Police Reborn, dude. True. Thought Police Resurrection. And that's true. We go, we go to church and they'd be like, Arise, my Look, like, like I said, dude, they buried us out in that tomb, dude. They rolled a big rock right in front of it to make sure nothing would get to our bodies. What they didn't know was that we would move the big rock when we rose back up. True. It just took a little bit longer than three days. That's true. It took us about a year. So, is that really the last time, huh? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since we recorded a, a, an episode, dude. But, uh, you know, I mean, hey, look, the people, they weren't ready. Look, times have changed. The situation has changed, right? The world we live in has changed drastically. And uh, I think, I think we all know why. Obviously, there's probably a lot of podcasts talking about this, about the uh, COVID 19 pandemic. But uh, let's just be realistic. The world has changed, you know. True. They're they're talking about the why, dude, but they're not they're not talking about the how. And it's because of Bill Gates, dude. Bill Gates Bill <laughs> Gates perpetrated COVID nineteen with the Chinese you government. You see, if you go out and you just you see these five G towers, if you put on a special pair of sunglasses, you'll be able to see the viruses emitted. From the five G towers. I don't know if you knew that, if if you knew that or not. But no, I had, know. I had heard, I had heard legend, but I didn't know that was true. So, as long as you can, uh, it's like a, it's like one of those missions in like an early platforming game where it's like destroy the towers, and <laughs> then like once you do, it's like the wildlife heroes are like they can help you again. They're not living in misery anymore, dude. True, it's kind of like that. I heard that. I heard that five G towers emit rays that kill at least ten foxes a day. Sheesh, that's a lot of foxes. That's true, dude. They call poof. That's tails, brother. Only ten. So it's not like it's ten everywhere. It's just ten specific foxes every day are killed by five G towers. Sheesh, and the COVID rays they emit. Anyway. I mean, I guess that'll be our one of our big points for this episode. It's just, uh, you know, you know, let's just go on ahead and uh, let the world know, you know, this is happening. In case you didn't know, in case you've been living under a rock for the past two months. Yeah. Let's talk quarantine. Let's talk quarantine, man. What have you been up to? Let's let us talk. Uh, you know, playing a lot of FIFA. Yeah, true. About it, you, you know, uh, being furloughed. Yeah, I was going to say you got furloughed. I was going to say me, much like twenty million other Americans, uh, has been on the the brunt. I've received the brunt of this uh, pandemic, but uh, you know, it's not a it's not a good boat to be in right now. And uh, I'm just going to say, uh, you know, I. 
my my industry, the industry that I work in is travel. It is travel, tourism, you know, things like that, things of that nature. And I'm going to be honest, it's looking real scary right now. You know, it's looking real scary because, uh, you know, no one's really traveling at all. But then say, you know, say this thing somehow tampers down You bit. You heard? Yeah. Uh, say that somehow this thing tampers down uh, across the world. Still, people are still going to be really nervous to go anywhere. You know, it's not sure. going to be just like a switch. It's going to have to come back gradually. And that's uh, that's a hard reality that I feel like a lot of people are not facing yet. And especially a lot of young people who have, you know, a lot of dreams to travel to see the world. I'm going to keep it real again right here when I say this. If you're from the U.S. and you have dreams of, you know, traveling and seeing the world in the next two years, you know, maybe you might you might have to put those dreams on hold because uh, the response and the containment of COVID-19 in the U.S. is uh, a bit lackluster, I think. Maybe a little, little more than that, but uh, I would say it's safe to assume this is all assumptions on my point. So, you know, don't uh, call me an expert or anything. Don't call it a comeback either. When you start listening to this episode of Thought Police Rebooted. But uh, you look at it and you you kind of have to wonder. It's like all these other countries who took all these precautions to make sure the spread was uh, at least slowed down a bit. And, you know, contained. And they made sure their citizens had enough to subsist on and survive. And, you know, make it out of this thing happy, healthy, and whole. Uh you know, they're probably going to take a look and be like, is opening travel, like when we open travel for the rest of the world, should we open it to the U.S. who, you know, doesn't really have it contained at all? And really anybody, anybody in the U.S. could be carrying it because, you know, you can be asymptomatic and just walk around like, you know, like you're not sick, but you're carrying the virus and, you know, you come in contact with somebody and then they're sick. They come in contact with somebody, they're sick. You could start a whole hotspot by yourself, basically, if you, you know. Well, get into a crowded area. Here's the thing. Um, the Daily con- the, the Daily Patriot told me that the coronavirus isn't real. So what are we worried about? Uh, well, you know, the thing is, though, I mean, basically what I'm saying for, for any youngsters who are, you know, or really anybody who's thinking about, you know, probably traveling uh, to Europe or Asia. Excuse older. <laughs> I already excuse older. Well, for all of you who are looking at retirement into any of these countries, I guess, uh, you know, it's not looking too hot. And you, you, you really can't blame yourselves. You, you got to blame, you know, people in charge just didn't really take this seriously. Another, another interesting point that I saw actually, and I, we won't make this whole episode just about COVID, obviously, but I just wanted to say this because I thought it was interesting what I saw is a lot of these countries that uh, had good responses. Um, while their economies are suffering, yes, uh, I'm seeing that like some of their unemployment rates are not nearly as high as ours. So not only did we get, not only did we get the the sickness and the people dying most in the world, but also <laughs> economically, it looks like we're getting devastated more than anybody else is too. So true. What what did any of the half measures taken help? Honestly. I mean, isn't it crazy, though, like all these countries that have so many people in them that literally had like got like 20 cases and then it's like, oh, that was it. It was over. It's over now. We had 20 cases and now we're like 
what? How many cases in the U.S. now? Well, we I think we just crossed eighty thousand deaths in the U.S. Yeah. So, you know, if I let me take a quick look. But um, uh, yeah, like places like like Caleb. Uh, I was talking to Caleb last night, and he was talking about um, Vietnam and how few cases they had versus you know how many people they have in the country and all that stuff. And then Vietnam, like what people dead? They had nobody die. Yeah. And then South Korea, they also had a crazy good response too, didn't they? Yeah. Here's the thing. South Korea and us had the first the first confirmed case on the fir- on the same day, the same exact day. Also, we have 1.38 million confirmed cases in the US. Um 220,000 have recovered, and at this point of the day, 81,779 people have died uh due to coronavirus. <laughs> But yeah, I, worldwide, I know some people with the with the COVID. Worldwide, uh, we're sitting at four million infected, one point four uh, recovered, and two hundred eighty six thousand deaths. So, it's you know, it's a lot of people dead. Yeah, it's a lot. And people are always like, "Well, look at the grand thing. Like, go look at the statistics. It's like one percent, but also, like, shh, there's still a lot of people. You know." True. Still a, a ton of people. That is a very high amount of people. Um, I know. I saw somebody share something the other day on Facebook that was like, do I believe coronavirus is real? Yes. Do I believe that it's dangerous? Yes. But do I also believe it was perpetrated by the Chinese government? Yes. And they were like, do I believe that the media has a socialist agenda? Also, yes. And I was like, what? Where is the socialist agenda in the media? I was going to say, the media's doing a horrible job at covering COVID-19. This is probably one of their biggest failures next to... Well, honestly, actually, this might be one of their big successes. This is probably what they're trying to do, honestly. Yeah. Media's... At this point, at this point, you have to assume most corporate media, most corporately owned media, most media that you see on TV, most of the major newspapers, New York Times, everybody like that, CNN, MSNBC, Fox... Every at this point, all of them are are literally they do they report for furthering their own interests in things. Uh, I guess the standards of journalism just aren't too high anymore for them. And you know, like sure, there are some things that they report on that are pretty good, but like anything political, horrible, just absolute dog turds of coverage that they do. You know what's crazy? that I read the other day that I could not believe. Um, Apparently it's true. This is just about media in general. I read that apparently BuzzFeed has a really good, like, news, like, outlet section type thing. Like, you see a lot of the stuff that they post that's, like, you know, unbelievable, can't believe, blah, blah, blah. But I saw something that was, like, when it comes down to it, they actually kind of have a really good news section which i mean I've they would get into that but they would get good stories and just good reporting yeah i mean then they say they're pretty accurate too which you know now personally i'm a big fan of uh the intercept i like the intercept you know i don't agree with everything they publish but they do a pretty damn good job of researching the stories and really uh more of an independent perspective but you know, there's a lot of people who don't like the Intercept, and there's some reasons not to like the Intercept, but I like them. I mean, they're 
pretty trustworthy to me. Um, it's just, yep. you know, it's disheartening because you, you can definitely see, especially like you can definitely see what they, what they go for and like how they manufacture consent for things. So it's not like, you know, the thing is, it's not like they're all in on it together is what I'm saying. But they all definitely know whose interests they want to further by by doing what stories. Or it might not be as much of a, like, they all gather around a big table in a lair and talk about, you know, how they'll manipulate public opinion. But it's very, very easy to see that they kind of are on the same page. And they kind of all, you know... Well, I mean, even... Goals. Get uh, local news, like, you know... Your your Fox Atlantas and things like that. Um, all those media outlets are controlled by like the same three groups. Yeah, so, yeah, all the local ones. Yeah, just even was it Sinclair? That. Yeah, that's one of them. And there's another one I don't remember. The other Clear one. Channel. Yeah, I think maybe maybe that's it. I think that's a radio thing. Radio, but Clear. I'm I'm pretty sure there's like no independent uh, radio stations anymore at this point. There's like a few in big cities, but yeah, very few. I'm pretty sure iHeart iHeart Media iHeart Media controls like everybody. Yeah, I mean, like I know there's some like there's one or two out of Nashville. There might be some probably out of like New York, you know, um, Los Angeles, but I don't know of any out of Atlanta because I was actually thinking about that last night. That very same thing. Um, other than like you can you can sometimes pick up the Georgia State College radio, but they don't. I mean, you know they're they're owned by GPB now. I'm pretty sure. Really, so NPR. See, you so, can't even trust NPR anymore, man. There's literally five corporations that uh, control like ninety percent of media in the U.S. So you really uh you really hate to see it. What have you been up to this quarantine? You know, we went off on a tangent there, but a bunch of nothing sitting at home. Do playing a bunch of Animal Crossing. Um, That's a wholesome game. I was going to say pretty, pretty wholesome, pretty fun. Um, What else? Working, still working, still going to work. Um, Yeah, that's not that's not so fun because a lot of these people aren't taking this probably maybe as seriously as they should. But, you know. They you know, the thing, fix them. The thing um, that really just baffles me, right, is the people who are like, well, we don't need a quarantine. We can go out and, you know, just take the proper precautions and we'll keep it down. And I will say, if everyone wore a mask, if everyone stayed a certain distance from each other, you know, wash their hands and stuff like that. It absolutely, I think it, the infection rate would absolutely go down. I mean, it would be less than if we just reopened everything and nobody wore anything, right? True. So here's, here's the thing that gets me, though, is people who are like, I swear to God, I won't wear a mask. Like, it's like, it's my freedom not to wear a mask. It's like, you can't tell me to. You got to give me a choice. And then I'm always going to choose no. And it's like, at that point, why would I give you a choice then? You either wear the mask or you get out of the store, you know? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense because it's not even like it hurts anything. I'll admit. Yeah, it doesn't hurt anything at all. I'll admit, it's tough to breathe with the mask on. Um, but hey, that's just the something you're going to have to get used to right now. 
That's true. It's a, it's a small discomfort for, you know, making sure you don't, you know, would you rather just have a little bit of trouble breathing or would you rather be hooked up to a ventilator? That's, that's your choice, you know? True. But, um, doing it's disheartening. Taking some summer classes, you know, a film is lit class. Film is lit. A film as lit class, um, which has been pretty interesting so far, um, which is where we found this little app we're recording on. I had to record a podcast with one of my, uh, a group of classmates this morning, which was went about as well as you could expect. Um, what else have I been doing? Oh, I went to a record store the other day and then got crucified on Twitter for it by you. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I said, this motherfucker is... Uh... He's a uh... look. No one else was there. Okay, it's violating social distancing. Well, like, I've violating social distancing is my job. But no, I mean you're right. Was it was it a good choice? Uh, I mean I don't know. Would I do it again? Yeah, probably. Um, you know if I violate social distancing once, that's pretty good. Only one time. Okay, that's pretty good. Do you want to hear? You want to hear something wild? You were talking about Animal Crossing earlier, and I was gonna, I was gonna make a segue into that. Just talk about how big that phenomenon is. How basically the game came out at a terrible time for everybody, but the perfect time to actually play the game because you know a lot of people are working from home, are not going out, have a lot of extra time that they can't use, like what they would normally, you know, go out and do things. They're spending it, you know, inside. So first off. A ton of people have bought Nintendo Switches. Nintendo Switches, for a while, were basically sold out everywhere. And even now, I'm pretty sure they're kind of hard to come by. Yeah. I Certain mean, we colors. had any at, at work in a while. Exactly. So video games right now are doing really well. But this is... I was going to talk about you know how Animal Crossing basically sold like 13 million copies in a month, which is really, really good. You know That's insanely good for any game, especially something that's not like Call of Duty or like... FIFA, something that's not a big AAA title, but like, you know, in-house developed by, you know, published by Nintendo, not really on PlayStation, not really on anything else, just uh, on the Switch, how yeah. it made 13. Nintendo games the- don't sell like that unless they're like, maybe Zelda. Zelda sold really well like that. And then like things like Zelda, Smash Bros, Odyssey, this, it's this. Mario Kart. yeah, Mario Kart probably. But what I was going to talk about is I went to, I was looking at the charts, you know, the top selling games for, uh, for last week, right? The week ending May 9th. And this is in the UK. You will not believe, okay, obviously Animal Crossing is the first, right? You will not believe what is the second game on the list. What is it? Grand Theft Auto 5. No, I believe that. I believe it. I think Grand Theft Auto... I know I know some people who just now have bought Grand Theft Auto Five for the first time. Yeah, um, that game came out in what 2013? I think so. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: that game is constantly being updated. You know, like the online stuff is always like, dude, I swear, like every week they have something new for it. Interesting. So I think that's what it is. And I've seen a lot of Grand Theft Auto videos lately, just places like, of course, I'm not follow. I don't follow many like, yeah, being things on social media or anything, but I've still come across like videos of people playing like Grand Theft Auto online all over the place. I think there's still a ton of, I think there's still a ton of uh, 
content creators who do Grand Theft Auto stuff too, like Twitch streamers. Probably, yeah. I wouldn't sure. that. Anyway, um, in case you're curious, some more more items on the list. Last week this was at number one, and this week it's at number three. FIFA 20. Yeah, FIFA again, 20. I believe yeah. that. That yeah. game came out in like what August or September. So it goes FIFA 20, then Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Okay, yeah. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I'm surprised by that, kind of. Yep. Luigi's Mansion 3. Okay. Red Dead Redemption 2. Surprised that's not higher. Minecraft for the Switch. Surprised that's not higher. (laughs) And New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Surprised that's not lower. Yeah. Last week, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe was at 22, and this week it's at 10. That's the biggest rise, it looks like. It literally went up 12 spots. I Everything mean, I, else looks like it was already in the top 10, except for Minecraft for the Switch, it was 11. So I guess it's because, like you said, so many people are buying the Switch. Yeah, I mean, got to keep these kids entertained. Got to keep yourself entertained, you know? Video games, video games are universally loved now, you know? True. It's not like they're not a niche appeal anymore. They, you, when you think of video games, you don't think of a guy in his basement anymore or, you know, a, a guy with a pocket protector playing on a computer. You you think of, you know, Madden, yeah. Mario, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Everybody plays video games. It's not a it's not a character trait anymore. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, even at work, like you said, we've been selling like PlayStations like crazy, Xboxes like crazy. I mean, any game system you can think of, we're probably selling, selling it right now. Damn, that's good. I mean, that's good for them. At least they're doing all right in all of this. And after I wonder, the, but um, oh, I was just gonna say after the the checks came in, the stimulus checks everybody got. Um, we literally were fully out, not like, oh, we only we only had a few fully out of televisions. Every single television in the store was gone. After Really? Like, yeah, after like a week. We had none for like that is, three or four days. That is absolutely interesting. That's amazing, actually. The 19-inch all the way to like the 70-inch. Nothing. Every single TV was gone. Every single TV was gone. That is amazing. I actually, I would not have thought of that because, you know, you would think that with the stimulus money people got, they, I mean, I guess it's good that they're spending, you know, that they're actually spending money and pushing that money back into the economy, I guess, in a way, but didn't expect it to go to TVs like that. That's uh that's a curveball for me, if I'm being <laughs> honest. Dude, I mean, and that, and I'll tell you what else we've sold a lot of, like crazy, a bunch of above ground swimming pools. Like, so many. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, too. You can't go to the beach. Might as well get yourself a, a swimming pool and hang out with your family in your backyard. Maybe throw throw a few dogs on the grill, swim, get your exercise. But, um, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's crazy. Because people just, I don't know. You Like, the store, here's the thing. The store has said, like, oh, you know, we're implementing... We're implementing things to help stop the spread or flatten the curve, however you want to say it. Um, And here's what they did. They made it so (laughs) we close early, right? Like we close at 30. We would normally close at midnight. We stay and work our normal shift, which when they talk about it, they're like, this is so we can perform enhanced cleaning. 
which is not a thing that has ever happened since we've started closing earlier. I can promise you that much. Um, not cleaning more. That's interesting. No, no. <laughs> um, I've never, I've never witnessed it. Um, and then there's also, um, what else do they say? Oh, we're limiting the amount of customers who can come into the store. Did I tell you how That's much it was? Oh, no, it's happening. But the number is 796. We've, Jesus Christ. We've never had 796 people in that store ever. Like, even on Black Friday. So even on Black Friday, I don't think it even gets that packed. Like, the most people even, because they'll make us stand there and count the people. The most people I've seen come in at one time, I think at one point I was standing up there and I had the iPad up to, I think, 120. Hmm. I will say, I will say this. It's a really big store. So it is a big store and it does go by square footage. Um, I was talking to somebody who works at the one in Carrollton and they said that uh, they're allowed to have like a thousand something. But still, like, you know, you're making it sound like you're really doing something when you say all these things. But you're obviously, I mean, come on. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's like getting emails from all these companies who are like, we're here for you. Buy our product. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> relax. We're here for you during this tough time. Here's a 10% off. Yeah. <laughs> Here's 1% off an order of $100 or more. Yeah. Or like uh, the thing that kills me right now is uh, like all these car commercials that are like, we know that you can't go out. So what better time than now to order your car online? And I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> yeah. why would I need a car? You even have a job and you're like trying to sell them a car online. Gas gas is cheap right now, though. So boy, don't I know it. I got to fill up before I go to work today. Yeah. How much does it take you to fill up now? Uh, 20, like $20, something like that. It's not bad. How much did it usually take you? 30 some odd. So mm. I'll take that little discount while I can get it. Yeah. And it's not like you're going anywhere else. So you're really just going working back. No, my, uh, if I didn't drive to that record store this week and then on, on yesterday, so yesterday I, uh, was just bored sitting at home. I didn't work. So I just drove, I just drove around and listened to music. But if I yeah. would have done that, um, I probably would not have filled up until next, next Tuesday or Wednesday. I mean, my gas has been lasting like three weeks. That's good. I filled up last week. Last uh, one day last week, I filled up. It was twelve dollars. See, fill all the way to the top. I don't think I'll even have to fill up for another month. Yeah, you're definitely. Actually, no, I will. I might have to. You're really not going anywhere, though. Like you're you're yeah. keeping your social distance for sure. I don't because because I don't want to risk it, you know. Because I am in more of a. Well, let's oh, be real. Lee, you're definitely in a high risk area. Yeah, I'm in a high risk area than you are. A small town versus you know. And I will say, while Atlanta is a big city, it's not as big as you know, New York, L.A., Chicago. I would be more worried if I was in those areas. The good thing about Atlanta is it's kind of spread out. That's that's a bad thing about Atlanta, but it's a good thing in this case. We're spread out city. There's a lot of space, you know, so I'm not, I'm not going in any stores. I'm not, you know, obviously not going out to eat, not going anywhere where there's people crowded. 
if I want to go out, I walk go outside. I take a walk around the apartment building, you know, get a little bit of movement like that. I'll work out inside, you know, do some calisthenics and shit. Um, to get food, all I do is I, I order delivery. Well, not delivery. I order um, like uh, drive up pickup from Kroger, Yeah. which I'm going to plug here is pretty good. If you're a picky eater who only likes like certain brands or like very certain kinds of food, you're probably better off going in the store. But for people who are just, you know, uh, wanting to get like food and, you know, you don't mind if they change the brand maybe or if they're out of something, then it's good. Because sometimes if they don't have the food in stock, they don't have the product in stock. If you ask for a substitution, they'll just give you like another brand of that product or like a bigger size. But sometimes they they just won't have any. Like, I know it's hard to get beans through pickup because I'm assuming people are just buying beans like hell, especially towards, especially at the beginning when people were like kind of going crazy. Yeah. Beans and rice. It's hard to get. Um, pretty sure it's about to be hard to get meat here soon. So I've heard. Um Sometimes getting frozen fish is kind of hard, frozen salmon or frozen tilapia. That gets a little difficult. And then flour. Flour seems to always be out of stock, which kind of sucks because I've been getting into a lot of cooking, a lot of baking since I've Um, been in. Yeah, we've started doing the online grocery pickup at our store recently. and uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I really thought it was going to be horrible and it was going to be very, uh, very messy, but no, it's actually been pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, not, not many hitches from what I've heard, but I don't it's know. not bad. I mean, in the morning. So when I'm not there, it's a good, uh, it's a good, um, alternative to having to go in or getting up super early and like. Because, you know, a lot of stores are doing it for people who are more at risk, for more elderly people or people with health issues that you can come in like right when the store opens. And it's like the first hour of the store open. Only people who are old or have some underlying conditions or anything like that can yeah. come in. So kind of like limits, you know, if you can get sick like that way. But as for going back into in-store shopping, I don't think I'll be doing that for a long time, honestly. Um. Well, I, I of course, living in the small town, have been oh, yeah. have been in store shopping. Like, you know, if I gotta get something, I'll just go in and grab it. Yeah, yeah. Which there's well, less plus, people though too. Well, with a plus too, working at like working at the store. Um, when it closes, at you know eight thirty, and I don't leave till ten o'clock most nights, uh, I can just go grab whatever I need at ten o'clock, and then just you know, take it out, mosey on out. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's uh, it's an interesting change, you know. Obviously, a welcome one to you know make sure people more people don't get sick, more people don't get, you know, people don't end up dying and stuff like that. But you know, it's just these small quality of life things that are really gonna decide how people act. I, I think I'll say this too. <laughs> Just since we're talking about the the COVID-19 and the coronavirus and all the changes in the quarantine and whatnot, you know, I'm a home, I'm a homebody for the most part. Yeah. Say, but being forced to stay at home, oh my God, is so boring. I've been more bored than ever. 
Yeah. Hopefully it's not like I would be doing much of anything anyways, but like, I don't know. I don't know if you're feeling the same way or uh, a little stir crazy. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, as you know, dude, I like, I like going out. I like trying places to eat. You know, I'm a big fan of eating new places. I'm a big fan of, you know, having a drink or two, seeing a show here and there, but you know, it's, it is rough, but on one hand, I am saving the money that I would usually use to do that. On the other hand, you know, I have to kind of get creative. I bought a keyboard to learn how to play the piano. So I've been plugging away on that. Um, the team of the season so far came out on FIFA. So I've been grinding to try and get some of those cards. Reading book here and there. Not a lot. I need to read more. Yeah, that's another thing I've picked back up doing more of than I was before is reading. I've been reading a lot more. Um Definitely playing, getting getting on the PlayStation and playing uh, online with with you and Austin and stuff. Which look, I, hey, God, you know I never did. Look, I'm just saying we have some quality product ideas on on PlayStation, dude. And one one that our good friend, our good friend, our confidant, our you know one of our most trust trusted informants, dude. The who sometimes he's known as. Uh, the sloppy because he enjoys a nice sloppy Joe. Oh, true. Very- have we ever told that story on here? Because I think we need to if we haven't. I think, so have. I think we have, but pressure here is that our good friend, we'll just call him, uh, we'll just call him Big Slop for now. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if he wants us to drop his name or anything, but Big Slop, uh, <laughs> 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 he's going to get so bad when he hears this because he's going to be like, what the hell? Why did y'all call me Big Slop? He'll be like, that's not my name. He also goes by the alias The Cool Freak, too, which is the kind cool of weird. Freak. The big freak, dude. The big cool freak. <laughs> Book of Freaks, dude. They came on uh, <laughs> enthusiasm. Anyway, anyway, Big Slop. One time we went to IHOP, and uh, this man, like, we, I don't even think I was there. Was I there? Oh, you weren't there. He wasn't there, oh. but he went with you. Yeah, we were at the local IHOP, and allegedly, um, you you can you can tell the rest. You tell the rest. I'll just go with it. We're sitting there, you know, and uh, the man is ordering his food like you do at the local IHOP when you go, and uh, you know he says, "I don't see it on the menu, but I really want a sloppy Joe." So the waitress comes by. He asks the waitress, "Can I get a sloppy Joe?" The waitress says, well, hun, I don't, you know, you know how the IHOP waitress talks. Well, hun, I don't think we sell Sloppy Joe. And this man said, actually, you know what? It's fine. I think I got a Sloppy Joe can out in the car. Can you make that for me? And he went and got it, and they made him the Sloppy Joe and delivered it straight to our table. They only charged him like four bucks, too, because they were really only paying for, what, the meat and the bread? For the meat and the bread. And the pickles. And then he he provided the, the solution. He provided the sloppy. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Big Slop, you know, we enjoy you. Anyway, Big Slop the other day was telling us on PlayStation about a new brand of beer he was thinking of launching uh, called Goob Light. And oh, yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had a damn field day because we just came up with all these. What, what was the, 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 the actual, it's a, more of a conglomerate at this point. It's more of like a, a Budweiser, a Budweiser entity where we have, Goob, which is the the, the potent the potent uh, beer that we brew, Goob, and then Goob Light, 
which is more like a Bud Light, Goob Especial, which is like a Modelo, Goob Zero, which Goob you know, Zero, all the yeah. Goob things, none of the calories. Um, yeah, all Goob, none of the ta- calories, and then oh, uh, not alcoholic Goobs. <laughs> oh yeah, oh Goobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, you know, once we get a brewing kit, we'll probably start packaging packaging those up, and you know. Yeah, the thought, taste. thought police present presents goob. That's true. We'll be uh in your in your local in your local beer stores. Yeah. We might just send a few promotional cans out ourselves, see how it comes out. Speaking of drinks and <laughs> drinks and goobs, <laughs> um do you remember I've been thinking about this lately, specifically today for some reason and I don't know why. And I knew I just needed a chance to bring it up on here. And I've gotten the perfect chance with you talking about goob and goob light. Do you remember when we were in like high school and people would drink monster energy drinks like all the time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What the heck? No, listen. Do you remember how like a lot of those monster energy drinks had like ginseng in them? Yeah. Do you remember how people would always be like, it's got ginseng in it. And, you know, that's a natural aphrodisiac. I don't remember people saying that. <laughs> people used to say that. And then, dude, I remember people being like, hey, you better watch out drinking them monsters or you going to pop a bone in class. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. And you don't remember that at all. I remember people drinking monsters a lot. And then I remember people also spitting their chewing tobacco into monster cans and water bottles. That's true. Um, which happened a lot more than, you know, you would think in a high school. Yeah, oddly. But you don't remember the talk of bone popping. I don't remember that. It happened, I promise you. Well, I don't know if anybody... Well, according to some legends I've heard in high school, people apparently did pop bones in class, and they did more than that. But Sheesh. <laughs> but I remember people saying that. And I also remember people saying things like, I'll tell you, they say chocolate is an aphrodisiac too, so you better watch out eating that chocolate. <laughs> eating you don't that know chocolate. what might happen. Hey, relax, relax. Dude, I mean, people were wild, dude. They were always looking for excuses to, to PBs, dude, pop bones in class. Um, You know what's kind of amazing? Is how, uh, if you think about it, did you know anybody who smoked cigarettes in high school? Um, I mean, when we were freshmen... And I had that I had that journalism class where I hang where I hung out with some seniors who ended up getting expelled. I'm pretty yeah. sure some of them probably smoked cigarettes. But like you, I didn't really ever know anybody who smoked cigarettes. Like I, like hang out with on the regular, or like anybody really classmates really. Yeah, no, not that I. I don't remember. You know what's crazy now is I'm pretty sure like there's tons of people who smoke vapes now in high school, like in That's- schools, you know. That's true. When I was a student, student teaching, really more practicum at the high school in uh, in the in the town over. I'm not going to say the name. I don't want to dox myself (laughs) in the town over. Um, Yeah, they caught like eight kids smoking in the bathroom on a vape. And uh, I remember the teacher came in the classroom and was like, oh, we just found some kids smoking. We just found some kids smoking vape in the bathroom. And they were like, how'd you know? He was like, well, when you go in, the, when you go in the bathroom and you got eight kids in one stall sucking on something strange, you know something's going on. And I was like, okay, okay, all right, relax. <laughs> the whole class busted out, and he told his wife, who was also a teacher up there, he told her later that he said that, and she was like, "What are you talking about? You can't say that." 
you can't say that in front of these kids. <laughs> he was like, really- what? he was like, what? I did. <laughs> it's really funny. Whew, that's really funny. But uh, like, if you think about it, we really did have big tobacco on the ropes. Like, oh, they really sure. weren't breaking into the youth. No, not at all. Dude, and now, guys, uh, those good anti-smoking commercials that used to come on like MTV like all the time. If you watch those videos with the guys, it would be like, my name is Phil, and I smoked a pack a day for 13 years. And they had a little robot voice thing. It's true. Or like those commercials where like they would be like, oh, you want to buy this cigarette? All it's going to cost you is you cheat meat. <laughs> and yeah. people would like reach and pull off their cheat meat and just throw it down. <laughs> now, like people are like, vaping is cool. <laughs> buy a jewel. I've literally, there used to be a guy who I worked with who was like, uh, he was like, Ethan, I'm telling you, dude, vaping is actually healthy for the lung. And I was like, you inhaling anything other than like oxygen is not good for the lung, you fool. That's true. He was like, no, it has has healing properties. What? 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 Look, dude, as someone who is in the past, uh, at, at some point in their life, dude, when I've been in a country where it's been legal, dude, who has smoked a, a marijuana, I'm telling you, it sucks. Smoking is not fun, dude. <laughs> it's not fun. It sucks. It makes your lungs, like, it doesn't make them hurt or anything, but, like, it's just not a fun experience. If Boy, I dude. have to recommend anyone who's going or is in a location where uh, marijuana is uh, legal, uh, I recommend perhaps just ingesting it. Uh, through an edible or, or something of that nature, or a capsule even. Uh, one time I went to Canada and they sold THC capsules that you can just, they were micro doses too. So it wasn't like you take one and you just like it was dead just on the ground. It was just enough to get you chuckling. <laughs> and it was uh, very, very inexpensive. It was like $10 for a, for a thing of like 18. Really? Yeah. The, the cannabis laws in Canada, I think they vary by province, but it's legal federally. So you can sell it. But where I went, it was Calgary, where you went there, you had to have your receipt on you the entire time in case the cops got you. You had to be like, yeah, I bought it from, like, you had to give them the receipt and be like, yeah, this, this is uh, where I bought this from so that you wouldn't get in trouble that way. But and you, you can't smoke in public, but I mean, you can just go to your house and smoke it or ingest it or anything like that. And they don't sell, I think this store didn't sell edibles because they, I think they just didn't have any yet, but they did have the capsules, which were to me just as good or better. Interesting. I like, I like capsules more better. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do, don't do this. Dude. Don't bring that up. This is That's going to be another episode, dude. This could be another episode right there. <laughs> um, so, so far, let's get into this. I'm sure people are just really interested to hear this conversation, but I'd like to just have it right now instead of waiting until we're finished. So how are you liking this so far, this Anchor? It's pretty good. It's not a bad app. I wish I could hear what my voice sounded like. That's the only thing. You can't hear yourself, um, but you sound good coming through my headphones. You know what I was thinking is when I'm situated again, running, plugging my phone into the mixer, right? So the audio... That you're, that you're like going through, comes through the mixer, plugging headphones in the mixer so I can hear you talking to that, and then plugging um, a microphone in the mixer to be the input 
for the audio? Um, you can actually, I think you can do it from the, from like a computer. I had the anchor thing pulled up on my laptop earlier. Um, just do it from your laptop. I think you can do stuff from the laptop. Yeah, actually. I heard that it's tougher, I think, to kind of get it going from the laptop than it is from the phone. Cause the phone, you just, you know, hit the app, hit start, plug in. I mean, I plugged in my headset. I think you plugged in your headset and here you are. Yeah, I'm using my PlayStation headset, which me too. <laughs> I think with the USB sounds better than with just plugged into. So maybe next time I'll plug it into my laptop and see if the sound is a bit more crisp and if I can hear myself. Because when it's plugged into the USB, I can hear myself talking and what my voice sounds like. So, but, yeah, this is not going to sound as good as our past episode, probably. Mics, uh, but also, yeah, we had some better mics and. You know, a better setup. But hey, dude, with quarantine times come. I might have to get, dude, if we if we can do it from a laptop, you could do it from your laptop and I can do it from my laptop. I get you that mic back. True, dude. You stole my mic. <laughs> in a way, dude, in a way. I also stole your heart. So, well, and now we're working on stealing the hearts of millions of Americans listening to this podcast. That's true. Did we get this set up on Spotify. Um, I'm working on it. Okay, I I hit distribute. It did have a distribute button, and I yeah. hit. And now, when you go to our little page on there, there is a button that says "Listen on Spotify." But when you click on it, it says "Podcast can't be found because we don't have anything uploaded yet." Yeah. Um, dude. Also, I found another podcast called the Thought Police. Who the hell is it? Older than ours or newer than ours? I don't know, but I'll tell you this much: the 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 picture that they had was a picture of themselves, and they look like some nerds, dude. So at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> oh, you just caused a feud between the OG Thought Police and and them, dude. So it was just, I look at it again, and it was just a picture of us. <laughs> You're gonna firebomb our house. Um, don't say that. Don't say that. Um. <laughs> Let's pull up the great podcast wars, dude. Just start. But, but yeah, I mean, I like this. I like this little app. It's good for what we're using it for, I guess. This is a very convenient setup. Yeah, it really is. I'm going to say this. This is better than OG Thought Police, our first two episodes before we really got it down. That's absolutely true. Um, and honestly, with this, dude, we could have, we could easily have people on here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, All we could just be like, download download the app, app and, <laughs> and send you an invite. With quarantine, dude, who knows? We could get uh who could we get, dude? We could probably get like um hmm. we'll probably get uh probably like Bobby Carlos, Caldwell. Probably yeah, or like Carlos Santana's drummer. Yeah. We get we dude, I could probably ask send a DM to the guys from Chicano Batman and be like, Hey, you guys wanna be on <laughs> Los Santos, bro? Well, I mean, remember that time I actually went to go see them, and I was like, "Dude, what if I can convince them to be on the on the Thought Police?" Dude, and they just didn't. True, dude. I remember you said that you were actually going to invite me, and then that changed. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Can we talk about too? I mean, you know, we're getting up there in time, but you can we can edit on the on the app, so we could actually edit out that whole area where we're talking about if we like the app or not, because I'm sure people don't care about that. Um, but. Let's talk about, dude, how we had so many concerts lined up. Yeah. They're all gone. 
and it's hurtful. Devastating. Devastated. Even before this this That's, run of bad luck started literally of the like four to five concerts we've had planned together, three of them have been canceled. And one yeah. because of the virus. <laughs> two because of the virus. Yeah. One not two of, so literally Beirut. I that's like my favorite band. <clears throat> Like whenever I talk about my favorite bands, Beirut is always there. Can we just talk about how you said that's my favorite band and then you let out a little burp? <laughs> I, I was hoping you didn't hear that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got so torn up that you had no choice but to let out just a little burp. Um, that's true. But no, but, true, dude. Beirut, really good. I'm very upset. But, I'm really upset that one got canceled. I'm so sad because Zachary Condon literally tore his labia. I mean, his larynx. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> he, I literally, it's just so hurtful. Because, like, he was going to come. First off, the entire saga that we had getting the tickets in the first place, oh, when they put them up by accident, and then they were, like, canceled. And then they put them up again, they were, like, canceled. And then for a long time, there was just radio silence about it. And like a month and a half later, they put them up again. They're like, okay. I emailed the, I emailed the venue. Yeah. I was like, hey, look, we saw you guys had Beirut up and it's been canceled. So what's the deal? And they were like, oh, yeah, he's coming. We just haven't got the day set straight. And I was like, oh, okay. But little did they know that though he, he was wasn't coming, he tore, he literally destroyed his throat. And uh, he literally tore his throat up, bro. <laughs> he got his throat torn up. Up, bro, it was crazy. Chilling, dude. He woke up, his throat was just torn up, dude. He didn't even know why. My voice cracked. I was so upset about that. That was hurtful. God, <laughs> dude. That album last year was so good. Remember, we both bought the vinyl, dude. True. Classic. Still have that was um, like my most played. Like, I'm pretty sure every song on that on that album was in my most played Spotify for the year. Yeah, you played that album like crazy. You listen to it all the time. Yeah, literally like three times a day I would listen to it. it was, I just thought it was so good. I'm pretty sure my most played album last year was literally an album that was like five or six years old because I had just gotten into it. Um, my most played album this year is going to be um, Bobby Caldwell's uh, What You Won't Do For Love. <laughs> you don't even like that song, dude. It's like, that's like my favorite song. I don't know. I don't know what mine's going to be this year. I'm trying to think of some albums or something that have come out that I've listened to. Like, oh, probably Tame Impala. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one's been hot. Chicago Batman's new album's been hot. Speaking of the two other bands who got canceled because Corona, dude. True. Tame Impala. She Tame Impala. That would have been so damned good, dude. Like, they were literally like days apart, too, is the thing. Like, they, that was literally going to be a run to rival any concert run. Yeah. Chicago Batman, the thing that hurts me the most about that is that it was only like 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks. And it was a small venue, too. That would have been cool. Venues, dude. I had never seen them, so I was looking forward to it. Which I'll admit, look, I'm going to say this, and you might find it a hot take. Personally, their recorded music, I'm not the biggest fan of. Okay. Whew, that's hot I take, just, dude. I can't, I can't get, like, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't stick with me that much. I love the song <laughs> Abla May for some reason. I love that song. That's probably my favorite song by them, which also might be a hot take. Um, it's because you can't speak Spanish. You don't understand dude, how hard. Especially considering I don't speak Spanish. Um, but I think that if I saw them live, I would have a new respect. 
Plus, it was only twenty bucks. So even if I didn't, it you know, they rock, dude. They fucking rock. Um, Carol, um, Carol, dude, that was a great concert. Concert, Young Gravy. That was a great yeah. concert. That was a good concert. Um, let's see who else. Oh, I was looking into getting tickets to see my boy Jason Isbell, but obviously that's been canceled. That was the same day as Tam and Paula. Yeah. Not the same day. He had two dates. He had one the day and then one the day after. Um, Dude, that would have been a legendary run for you. That would have been. I would have been like, I would have been like, damn, son. We out here? I remember <laughs> the last time I saw Jason Isbell, though. I saw like Tyler the Creator the day before and then him the day after, which was one of my one of my better runs in my for my for my life and where I'm at right now. Damn. Tragic. This uh this virus has taken a lot, dude. It's taking a lot. It's taking a lot of lives. It's taking a lot of opportunities. It's taking a lot of uh, happiness from people. So it's, uh, it's very cruel. Nature I mean, is uh, nature is cruel, and uh, existence can be tough. But you know, we uh, just stick together. We put it together. You know, a collective effort is uh, much stronger than a bunch of individuals. And you know, I hope this country realizes realizes that sooner rather than later. And uh, we can emerge stronger, but the way things are looking now, you know, a lot of very selfish people in this country, a lot of very selfish people in this world, but mainly this country. Um, so, you know. True. I mean, were we not talking about the other night, dude, that this is probably the longest we've been without seeing one another in person for how long? That's true. So this thought police right here is also a thought police reunion of the souls. It's true. So When two, when two souls ignite and meet. <laughs> That's true. So, you know, uh, we should do a new sign-off. We should do a new sign-off. Uh, I don't know, dude. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, dude. So, this is... Uh, you ready? Dude, are you ready to sign off? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Sure. All right, dude. What, I mean, look. We drop our socials. You know, follow us at ThoughtPolice oh, yeah. on, on Twitter. Uh, oh, yeah. Send us an email at thethoughtpoliceias at gmail.com. If you uh, like the episode or want to want to hear more, um, you know, if we're on if we're on uh, Spotify when this comes out, subscribe. You know, yeah. hit alerts so when we put out new episodes. You can just listen on the go. Uh, you got anything? Anything? Um, Thought Policeus on on Instagram. We'll try to start posting more on there. Um, let's see. Also, I'm going to try to get us on Apple Music too, just because I know a lot of people who use that. Um, but yeah, no, that's it. That's all I got. Classic. Classic. Well, you know, in these tough times, um, we hope that all of you are staying uh, safe. Everyone is staying healthy. Everyone is, uh, you know, just doing a good job and making sure you're okay during these uh, uncertain hours. Um, so this has been an episode of the Thought Police, and we leave you with this question. What won't you do for love? <laughs> Dude, this is where we hit... This is where the, the music would hit is like da 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 da